Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. We've got a lot of big items to discuss today, some mixed and others unquestionably great. Let's get to it. Quick shout out to our Tier 3 patrons, Shay Meehan and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these advocates of humanity first and independent journalism, head on over to patreon.com slash yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. Let's get right to the big news. The first concrete legislative development has taken place in the fight over the larger human infrastructure bill, and that is that the smaller, slightly bipartisan physical infrastructure bill has passed the House. As it already passed the Senate, the bill now only needs to be signed by Biden, of which there is no doubt he will do. If you missed our review of what's in this bill, check out the threads in the links. Only 13 Republican House members voted in favor of the $1 trillion infrastructure bill and received mixed feedback for it. While some Republicans praised them for putting country over party, others displayed exactly the extremism that forward party is working to end, decrying them as traitors who should be primaried. Because, you know, infrastructure is great when Trump says it, but the devil's work if Democrats wrote the bill. Basically, policy does not matter to these extremists, only that their tribe win, whatever winning means when we all lose. A total of six Democrats, consisting of the Progressive Squad and a couple of others, voted against the bill. The passage marks a huge win for Democratic centrists and a defeat for progressives, as usual. Progressives wanted the now-emaciated $1.75 trillion social infrastructure bill passed in tandem with this one, but ultimately relented. Both bills were supposed to be voted on in the House Friday, which already was pretty much giving up the game since only the smaller of the bills has passed the Senate, but progressives couldn't even get that. The vote on the larger bill has been delayed until next week. Centrists did offer to clear a procedural hurdle for it, as well as a written commitment to support the larger bill, but that's not worth much. For one, it's only provisional support, if the upcoming cost analysis matches rough estimates, and still allowing for negotiations of technicalities. But moreover, the commitment was only from members of the House, not the Senate. The physical infrastructure bill was the one Manchin and Pals wanted, and the only leverage that progressives had over them. With that off the table, centrists in the Senate will likely push for even further reduction of the $1.75 trillion bill, which currently contains the child allowance, subsidies for child care, medical, education, clean energy, and housing, as well as free universal preschool. So again, tell your representatives that it is not acceptable to compromise on the child allowance. Moving on, this next one is so good, it'll take you for a ride. Detroit has joined a growing list of some dozen U.S. cities to decriminalize psychedelics and magic shrooms. These drugs have many substantial medical uses, most commonly treating depression. Criminalization prevents that use as well as research regarding them. This change does not make it legal to use or possess them, but it does reduce both enforcement and punishment. In media news, Yang's interview with the Asia Society is out. He joined Laura Arnold on her podcast, Deep Dive, to talk democracy and forward party, popped into the Bad Faith podcast to discuss political strategy with Bernie's former press secretary, wrote a short brief on his thoughts around why Democrats lost the governor's race in Virginia, and most importantly, he went on Newsmax for an interview about improving democracy. As the channel for the most extreme branch of the Republican Party, which is currently the party most opposed to democracy, 
This is the place that Yang's message can do the most good, and Newsmax appears to have given him very fair coverage. Possibly that's because they want him to be a spoiler against the Democrats, but whatever. Still helpful. The first line of their article reads, quote, While former Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang stopped short of calling the U.S. electoral process rigged, his new forward party is making the process the issue. End quote. The headline was similar. That's a really good start and more accurate than anything else I've seen. It's also phrased in a way that will pique the interest of those radicalized against democracy by Trump. It then goes on to list a lot of good quotes that will steer readers in a positive direction. Lines about establishing real representation by changing political incentives and enabling more parties for more competition, weakening the control of party bosses and elite insiders, making politicians loyal to all voters, not just the 10% of primary voters. This is all great stuff that is really at the heart of what needs to be done. They also included Andrew saying that Democrats need a positive message to rally voters, which is true. Under Biden, Democrats have passed stimulus checks, the child allowance, infrastructure, and a whole host of other good investments, but they're terrible at taking credit. The vast majority of voters do not know about all of these accomplishments, nor that Democrats forced them through under almost complete obstruction from the GOP. Democrats are doing plenty of good, but they won't be rewarded at the polls unless voters know about it. And they also need a clear vision of what they're going to to do in the future, and it needs to be a simple and obvious benefit to all Americans, might I suggest UBI. Links to all of that and everything else in the podcast description. And finally, great news for ranked choice voting. In the elections this week, RCV was on the ballot in three cities across the U.S. and was adopted in all three. Congrats to Ann Arbor, Michigan, Broomfield, Colorado, and Westbrook, Maine on your new and improved elections. We're making progress, gang. Let's keep this ball rolling. Head to fairvote.com advocacy, linked below, to help put your town on the RCV map. And that'll do it for today's Yang Daily. Bookmark and share the infrastructure thread, Detroit's drug decriminalization, Yang's Newsmax interview, and RCV's big wins. Flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the easy volunteer contacts below. If you need help, consult the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way. And don't forget to Yang Daily.